Please be advised, nothing in this podcast should be taken as therapy, medical care, or mental health care advice. Topics discussed by the host and guests reflect their own personal experiences and are not intended to replace the services of medical or mental health professionals. And please know, if you are having any thoughts of self-harm or taking your own life, please call or text 988. Help is available 24-7. No matter what, in this journey of life, we all have something. Something we're going through, something we've been through, or maybe something we're proud of, something we're grateful for. I'm Rick Schwartz, life coach, public speaker, and all-around curious guy. And my life and my curiosity and the lives of the many people I have worked with have taught me time and time again, there are challenges to overcome and there are successes to celebrate. And honestly, neither one of them are permanent. You're listening to We All Have Something, a podcast about the human experience, about embracing what we have been through, where we are, and where we want to go. A podcast about celebrating our authentic self. And I am so glad you're here with me because we're going to laugh together, we're going to cry, and in the end, we will be the better for it. So let's get started. Welcome to season two of We All Have Something. This is episode 11, and I'm going to go off the book a little bit here, kind of derailing my my plan, but that's okay because I think this is is a good enough topic that it fits in very well here. Now, as you know, the first 14 episodes going day after day after day, back to back, until we get to number 14, they were going weekly with these. And these are these daily ones here. These are shorter episodes for the most part. I think a couple of them have pushed past 10 minutes a little bit, but for the most part, keeping in between seven and 10 minutes. I don't know where this episode is going to go because, well, for your information, most of my episodes, I either put together an outline or even write out a couple of paragraphs on how I want things to flow and everything else. Today's episode, I'm I'm throwing caution to the wind. Yes, we are going to get into all sorts of great topics this season, but I put out a thing on TikTok. And of course, TikTok is very short form educational opportunities. So I think it was it was definitely under a minute because, gosh, if you go over seven seconds, you lose most people at this point on TikTok. But the idea, the premise of it was and the hook, if you will, you can change your future if you change your habits. And of course, the way TikTok's set up, you kind of have to get this quick hook and one, two, three punch and be done. Otherwise, you lose everybody. This is my podcast. We go a little longer form here. So I want to kind of build on that. And that's why the title of this is also a little different. The title of this episode is Change Your Habits, Change Your Future. Now, if you're listening to this when it comes out, you're listening to it on a Friday, I want you to spend this weekend to really look at what are your habits on the weekend. And if you're like many people I know and you work weekends, then still use this time the next couple of days to look at your daily habits. What habits do you have that serve you? And what habits do you have that really aren't necessarily always in your best interest? And sometimes this can be a very hard self-analysis to do because our habits, well, They're pre-programmed behaviors that just kind of happen sometimes and we don't even realize it. But then how do we change them and how do they get there in the first place? Well, that's what I want to talk about in this episode. To really dive into this for the first moment, it's important, I think, to understand sort of the basics of how we get habits. How does that even start? And often we don't even think about this until we've got a bad habit we want to get rid of. Whether it's snacking throughout the day and having poor meal choices because we're overloaded with work or family responsibilities, or maybe it's a a bad habit like smoking, or maybe you've gotten in the bad habit of having 
what was just one drink when you got home from work to now three drinks. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't, I don't really like the way I feel. There are a wide variety of other bad habits as well, but he's using those as quick examples. And like I said, we don't always think about habit-forming behaviors until we find ourselves in the middle of a habit we don't want. So sort of the foundation of how habits start. When we're doing something new for the first time, let's say, and we'll just use this as an example, you've moved to a new city or neighborhood, so you have a different route that you need to drive to work. The first couple of times you make that drive, your brain activity is very high. There's a lot of energy being used to really pay close attention to the route you're taking, the streetlights, the on-ramps, the off-ramps, the addresses of where you work, etc. As you do this route several times, though, your brain's like, look, we're burning a lot of energy doing this route, paying close attention to the details. So it starts to create, for lack of a better uh, analogy, sort of a software program for your brain. Eventually, you get to the point where you get in the car And instead of your brain being hyperactive over all these different things it's got to think about and do for the drive to work, it can push just the button to start the software program that says drive to work. This uses a lot less energy in your brain and allows your brain to do other things. So if you have been commuting for a long time the same route over and over again, I guarantee you, you can listen to a podcast, have a snack, drink your coffee, (laughs) think about what you have to do once you get to work, think about what you have to do after work. And by the time you get to work, you may not even remember completely how many green lights versus red lights you hit because your brain was able to do everything on what we sometimes refer to as autopilot. But that's that's basically how a habit forms, is it, it becomes this closed loop where we start a certain thing, there's a stimulus that has us do something, and then there's a response, and we don't even think about it anymore. And that's also why sometimes things that aren't good for us become bad habits, kind of sneak up on us sometimes, because we don't even realize that we're doing it at times. When we take the term, if you change your habits, you change your future. Well, of course, because your habits then play into your routines and it dictates then what you do with your day. Now, the driving analogy was pretty simple and straightforward, but like we mentioned, there are bad habits. And a lot of times these bad habits might even be sacrificing our own, own needs for the team, to sacrifice our needs for those we work with or those that we take care of, our children, our spouses, whatever it may be, you know, a family member that we're taking care of. and. That in the moment of maybe a tough season where we find ourselves having to take care of these people because they aren't doing well or having to step up and and pull the extra weight for our team because that's where it's needed. But if we do it too many times and we maintain doing it, it starts to become a habit that we then just get pre-programmed in our brain and suddenly we find ourselves not very happy anymore. Again, go back to the title. It's change the habit, change your future. If you are looking to change your life, you're looking to do some personal growth, personal development, you're trying to grow in certain capacities or go, you know, I'm just tired of the type of life I'm living and I know I can change it. I know I can do better. It starts with your behavior. Now, some might argue it starts with your mindset. I can see that point as well. I mean, if you're not thinking about the fact you need to change your life and do something about it, well, then you're not going to change your behaviors and your habits, right? Um, So, yeah, I guess you could say it starts with the mindset, you know, in that capacity. But you've got to go beyond that. The actual, I think, activity, when the activity itself starts, the actual action is to really have the opportunity to self-analyze, what am I doing? How did I get to where I am? And where exactly do I want to go? And then the step after that is to reassign new habits in the sense of you have to recognize where you want to go versus the route you're on. How do you change? What are the habits people have that get to where I want to go? What did they do to get there so I can model my life after that, make my own path? Sure, but I can take some examples from others. It's important to realize in this process that it's going to take time. 
And the other key component that's really important here is to recognize that you can't just stop bad habits and do something completely different. Because when they become habits, they become routines. The way our brain works, it likes these closed loop habits. It likes the idea that it's saving energy, it's being efficient. But unfortunately, that efficiency doesn't always serve us. So when you start to analyze and break down your habits, I want you to look at what are the steps? What is it that cues me to do this certain behavior? What's the stimulus that makes me move into doing this certain behavior then? And what is the reward for that behavior? What is that loop? And sometimes it's hard for us to see the reward in a bad behavior because like, well, it's obviously bad for me. Yeah, but you're getting some out of it. There's something that's soothing you, feeling good, kicking off the dopamine or any of the other, the happy chemicals in there that makes it somewhat somehow rewarding for us. With many of our bad habits, the it's not just putting the brakes on and starting something new. We have to kind of change some of the pieces in the habit loop. Uh, so another example I'll use, I had a client that, would always drink large amounts of pop or soda, whatever you want to call it, after work on the drive home. And of course, the extra calories and the, the health concerns just weren't good. And also the, the same beverage type was being consumed at lunch and, and other times of the day. So instead of just saying, well, you're just not going to drink anymore. You just don't have it around. Just cut out of your life completely. Unfortunately, although that starves the habit and eventually the habit can die off, it doesn't always work because then it's like, well, I'm just going to sneak this one thing. Then we find other activities or actions that get us the reward we're looking for. But the habit loop really was having a beverage, was having something to drink. Yes, there are certain chemicals that are involved that might be adding to that that you know reinforcement of the habit. But what if we started by intermittently putting water in between the drinks of soda to help fill the gut and still have that behavior of drinking something, then eventually start sort of approximating, taking these small action steps towards eliminating the soda and backfilling then with water. So then now it is a much healthier alternative, no calories, no salt, you know, no sugars, things like that. And by the way, we need water to stay healthy. And eventually the idea of being addicted to the sound of that soda pop opening, the fizziness and all these other things starts to wane. And then now the new habit that is there is having water throughout the day, staying hydrated. Just another example of how you would take a bad habit and look at it to analyze how can I replace it with good things to make it a good habit. There's Obviously, that's a simplistic version of putting, in, <laughs> putting this example into a 10-minute podcast episode, but it does expand on the TikTok that I put out earlier. And speaking of TikTok, if you want to follow me on social media, whether you're on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, just do a search for Coach Rick Schwartz, and you can find me on pretty much any of the platforms for social media. I even have a YouTube channel. Just look up Rick Schwartz there, or Coach Rick Schwartz. You'll find it. And of course, you're always welcome to go to my website, CoachRickSchwartz.com. All the links are down below in the notes of this episode. I really appreciate the support you all have been giving me. Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast. We have a few more daily episodes coming out before we hit Tuesday, and then we start in the process of doing interviews with some really compelling and interesting guests that are going to bring some great information for everybody, and also then some solo episodes where I'm going to do a bit of a deeper dive into some of my coaching that I do. So with that, I'm going to sign off as I always do, because you know I love you. Have a good one, everybody. 